Hello, welcome back to the Fully Living Podcast. I'm your host Rex. I am under the weather again, still, so you can hear it in my voice a little bit. Least host. Least host, yeah, less less host. Uh, so before we start, I have a couple of announcements. First announcement is that our event is live and up. It's uh, on the 28th of February. Live and direct. Yes, sir. The Madame Athletic Center. Um, Where is that? That's at Ryerson. So it's like on top of the the gym. Or no, the ice what hockey rink. What did you just call it? The Madame Athletic Center. The MAC. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said something else. Oh, I just mm-hmm. said the MAC. I think the MAC, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Center or something. Yeah, Mexico. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. But I want the, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, there's that. So, the website is up. And last but not least, donate to the fund. Um, all the proceeds go to uh, a member of a community or a community program. So, um, without uh, further ado, I will, did I say that right? I think I said it wrong. <laughs> you said it right. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get this started. So, to the right of me, I have uh, a Somali. Obliged. And to the right of him, I have a special guest. Brother Taj Sambaki. Taj Sambaki, the building man. What's professional, going on? professional essay writer. Yes, yes. We'll essay, essay plus essay plus six four seven at gmail dot com or six four seven six eight seven two eight seven five. All your writing needs. Yes, all, all of it. it. All of it. All of it. Genius. And to the right of him, I have Brother Lou. I just want to say one thing. I have a lot of haters listening to this podcast. I'm going to come you. This guy came in with so much energy. Jump, jump, came in swinging. Let me know from the jump, bro. To the right of him, I have Brother Ozzy. This kind of sucks because I'm sharing a mic with you and you're sick. I'm not, bro, I'm not that sick. It's just my voice. Bro, you sound like you're dying. I'm not sick, but like inside like ch- is good. You sound like a chain smoker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, so how, how you guys doing? I have one thing to say, though. I'm not, uh, uh, I was in class with a bunch of Asians, right? So this, right after the coronavirus, things started going viral. <laughs> so I, I put them on Snapchat, right? I was making fun of my Snapchat. And then I kid you not, two days later, my body starts shaking. Like, oh, I got like a shiver that I never got in my life. I thought they got me, you know? But I, I, I think like, they got me because I've been recovering a couple days. <laughs> I've been sick for like a week, you know? I think I got that forever cold. <laughs> you don't make fun of people, you know? You might, you might get it. Yeah, get that's, a, that's a nice little lesson. Be careful about that. Yeah, so, so yeah, I think, why yikes? I mean, like, I mean, like, you're sick, yikes. Like, get away from me. Please. Making hurt my feelings. <laughs> Garbage. Um, to be honest, well, I, there was a couple of pods ago. I think your cousin was in Leibs. Liban, you got me sick. You've been, you been complaining you about that for a month. I know, but this is the thing. Month. The thing is, that bro, let like, it go, fam. I feel like your family has a vendetta against me or something. I don't know what's going on, but hey, you know, listen, uh, I want to switch. <laughs> I'm. I'm sharing with you. Yo, Lou, I'm sharing with you. Yo, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Next to you, bro. So, so, so we have a topic this week, and uh, I go to one of the curious cat. The what was the curious cat? There's one question in there from a minute ago. What was it about? Do you wanna? I don't remember. I'm not gonna let you join and pull it up. I don't even know which one you're talking about. There's a lot. Okay, just pull up the curious cat. Okay. 
so oh, I hate this topic. I'm not gonna No, no, no. I, 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 I couldn't so, find it. So, well, there's this one. Somebody just asked a question the other day. Kobe, nice Rex. Where do you find these names? Why do Toronto niggas have a problem with names like Abdullah, Shamarki, and Yusuf? I'm baffled. <laughs> the, the, the answer is very simple. I said this off the podcast. It's because uh, the parents have no creativity. First of all, the question is, how many Mohammeds do you know? Everybody has a nickname. His name is Muhammad. Every single person who's named Muhammad that I know has a nickname. Yeah. And the reason being, there's so many people named Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad, Ahmed. Don't girls have nicknames? No. Yo, actually, had this conversation. I'm like, yo, why don't you guys nickname each other? They said, because. So you guys just say Faduma A, Faduma A. Yeah, Faduma A, Faduma F, Faduma S. Faduma K, Faduma L. Faduma A, L, M. Like, what's going on? Like, some good memory. Faduma A, 7, 8. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. So <laughs> instead of saying Muhammad B C D E F G, we just uh, give somebody an identification. The, the reason I have any names because nobody can say my name. I say you all the time. Yeah, yeah. The one I'm less easy. Why you airing my show? Huh? <laughs> it's on the yeah, Get him. Yeah, yeah, no, oh. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, so my, see, no, see, there's, there's a difference. There's, there's difference. the people who. They have a nickname, but they're not trying to hide their name. It's just the nickname. And there are those that genuinely don't want you to know their name. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I actually, no, it's not like, good. I actually, uh, it's like, nobody can say it, so it doesn't matter. He's like, I destroyed a room. I said, nobody can say it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yo, my whole life, nobody can say my name. Nobody can say my name. Literally, nobody. Like, so that Even Somali, yeah, I don't know what it is. Even Somali people can say my name. Yeah. That's funny because I remember when uh, when I was in elementary school, uh, my teachers be like, "I'm Dul Kadir." I'm Dul Kadir. Yo, but between all of us, I think mine is the worst though, Osman. Osman. You have a white man's name. Yeah. Yeah, people actually think I'm Jewish. What? <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, I'm being serious. I, I mean, judging by, by the nose. <laughs> yeah, judging by the nose, yo. For real, that's exactly what it is. People be like, yo, Osman, like, Guzman, like, they have, like, weird, like, Z names, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they say that, bro. Your last name's Ali. But they don't get that far. <laughs> they don't get that far on the paper, you know? They say Osman, like, hey, you're Jewish. Slow down wow, there, but like, career. Continue. The last, name, the last name is usually Jewish, like, you know? Something Stein, 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 and Feld. Yeah, yeah, Berg. Like if you're an Osberg or. It's <laughs> oh, crazy stuff. Maybe, but Osberg is. I'm just like calling you an Osberger. Nah, chill, fam. Well, yo, how, <laughs> you, yo, how do you make that distinction between Osman versus Uthman? Like, you know? Yeah. It's like Omar versus. You know, like, you know, so like, I'll be honest with you. It's actually what direction like, does it take? Like, how do you? What, what did you make that decision? It's very confusing because like there's been a lot of times where I'm meeting new people yeah. who have never met me before, so I'm introducing myself for the first time. Okay. So I'm saying, should, I'm, I'm debating with myself. Should I say my name is Osman? Should I say my name is Osman? Osman? Yeah. Or should I say Osman? And you gotta understand, like, yo, the first time you say that your name sounds like that, you can't go back and tell me my name okay, is actually right. this, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's uh, like, uh, what's your name? My name is Osman, fam. Okay. So if somebody's asking you what's your name, do you like change it based off of who you're talking to? Absolutely, yeah, I do. What's what's your instinctive response? Like, the, like right now you thought about it before you said this. What's your instinctive response to these questions? Bro, if somebody in the message asks me what my name is, not the message, not the message. I'm saying like, what's you? You to yourself. What's your name? Like, if we all have a name, like you know, this guy can say his name. He can say his name. He can say I can say my name. Like, what what is your name to you? Osman. Osman's my name. Okay. That's my name. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't go around saying like my name is Osman. My mom doesn't call me that. You know what I'm saying? That's not what she calls me. Okay. She says my name is Osman. Like that's my name. You know what I mean? I have a, I have a, 
But it's just it's just weird though. It's weird because when you go back and forth, right. it's just like ah, I don't know what like I don't know. You guys, you guys say my name's Abdul Qadir. Is that what you say? Like see that again. But for me, the reason why I change it is not because of uh, changing my name. It's more of I know this person's not gonna be able to pronounce it. That's my thing. It's the same thing. Like how how is somebody supposed to say Osman? Like people don't even know. Like you don't know. Like it's like that. You know, it's just so. Yeah, me, I have, I have a, I have a different issue. I have an issue between because everybody knows knows me and calls me Rex, but should I introduce myself as Rex? Especially like no, in a business man. situation. No, not in a business situation. In a business situation, that's different. I'm saying in a, like a so regular everyday. Regular everyday. Happy, yeah, yeah all happy. my friends. No, I'm Abdul. Okay, Abdul. All right. But like, in, in, so let's say I was just your boy. You call me Rex. What am, what am I gonna tell him my name is? Rex, yo, bro, Rex, or Abdul, bro. I call him Rex, but I'm like, yo, I'm my name's Abdul, and then you're like, nah, his name's Rex. I'm like, like, bro, that since when? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. But there's a lot of guys in the hood that like you first meet them and you tell us that you don't know the real yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys you don't know that I know the real names for for 25 years. You know, if, if, if people didn't feel like they were being shouted out right now, I'd start saying like nicknames and I don't know the real names. It's funny because the only reason why the only reason why I know Rex's name because he sent me an e-transfer. The name came in the email. I was like, whoa. Oh, what is this, yo? Full name. Oh, three names. Full like, three whoa. Name. You know, that's I was my, not that's expecting my password. This. Like, huh? everything. My full three names are on my password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, goodness, yeah. That's why I don't go to city. Somebody do a middle name. They take their dad's name for it. Yeah, they use their dad's name for the middle name. Yeah, I think, oh, I think I'm gonna stop that for my for my kids. Though. You said the same thing. No middle name. name. There's no middle name. It's first name, last name. So what, what's last name gonna be your your my dad's name, name or last name? My last name. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I asked I asked a couple of people this question because, so the Somali way is, it's you, your dad, your grandfather. Those are your three names, right? So when for example, my on my uh, passport, this is my name, then my dad's name, and then my grandfather's name, right? Yeah. But then. The Canadian way of doing it is sure you keep the, your last name, right? And then I don't know how. I, I think I think this this is the difference, right? The Somali way is literally just like the Arabic way. If you take out the bid, not Arabic, yeah, yeah, exactly. Bid, exactly. But like the Canadian way, which you can say the last name would be like your tribe. Imagine if Somali's last name was their, was their tribes. Mm-hmm. Like then it would just become like you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your last name would be your tribe, and then there would be much less last names. Well, Even though, like right now, the last names are all yeah. the same combination. You know what I mean? But it's all family name. Like for it's like family, not the but way the, the, like the benefit. Name. The benefit so, of that is yeah. that I can right now I can tell you my my the, my name, my dad's name, my grandma up to like fifteen generations. Wow. No, yeah, I can go all the way to like where the tribe started. Yeah, same. <laughs> right, so that that is a good way of sort of crossing lineage and coming across yeah. people and finding out where you guys are related. I or, sometimes forget my middle name. <laughs> you sometimes forget your real name yeah. <laughs> based on why I feel like on different uh, um, pieces of government ID I have different real <laughs> names <laughs> so I don't know if it's true <laughs> I have a question do you guys feel like you're old like your culture like 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 like, like if you didn't choose a culture in any day but I feel like like I'm not saying sh- old respect to our culture but like I feel like, I feel like there is some embrace, level embrace it. There's some level of. Because I was born in Canada, so like I'm not, I'm not Somali. I'm no, but even if you were born in Canada, you still retain elements of your culture. Yeah. But what if I like Canadian culture better than Somali culture? But like the, it, that would be valid if there <laughs> was, if, if there was a Canadian culture. That's, that's, that's true. That, but that's an interesting question. There's no though. such thing as a Canadian culture. So, so, so like you just to bring something that, that I can't relate to. You know what I'm saying? And people would like look down on me for saying that, that I don't embrace my culture. And that's part of the reason why, like, I think to myself, should I correct the way I say my name? You know, like, should I not say Osman instead of, even though I know it's easier, should I, like, tell people, like, yo, bro. That's, I, I address get, me by my name. Yeah, this is my name, and you know what? I go out of my way to learn your name, and it might be confusing for yeah. me, 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to make the effort to kind of get so, to know my name? No, like, I don't know. I, I, but I don't, just, I don't think we have that. I don't, I don't think we have that problem as much in Canada as we would, like, say, in the States, right? Like, beyond the teachers in elementary school, it, it gets better. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how in the workplace? Like, I mean, I feel like by the time yeah, we I all get to, to learn. Yeah, they try to learn. But at the same time, and it depends on you as well. Yeah. Like, if you tell a person, yo, address me by my name, say it properly, they're going to say it properly. Yeah. Or they're going to try their best, you know? Yeah. Whereas if we give them a cop out, and I'd be like, you know what, just say however you want to say yeah. it. Yeah. I feel you. No, then they're not going to be enticed to learn. But this guy is, this guy is, what this guy is talking about, like about embracing kid, your... I'd rather have my kids learn Arabic than Somali, like, to be honest with you. Like, nah. How, how do you guys feel about that? I, I mean, that's, yes, that's true. Somali. There was a choice between yeah. either or, but I feel like if, you go, if you're going out of your way to deny your culture in a way... I'm not denying not it. Not denying it, but... I, I shouldn't be forced to embrace it. No, you shouldn't be forced to do anything. But what I'm saying is that essentially what you're doing, bro, is denying a part of yourself. Like, cause, no, like, what I'm, made I'm, you, fam? Your, your pops and your mom made you at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah. So you are what your pops is. You feel what I'm saying to you? Yeah. And it's like it's, it's a way of knowing like where you come from and having that attachment. Cause as humans, we attach ourselves to a larger group. Yeah. Whether we do it consciously or subconsciously, right? Everybody wants to be a part of something, right? So it's with with a with a lineage and a culture and a, a family, you have that connection, right? So for example, you know, I didn't know me and Lou were cousins until like. Like when I was like 11, maybe 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I, know you guys were cousins until like he told me today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the way I found out was because I saw his dad and his dad was like, by the way, did you know that like, me and you meet this 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 person? Like went up like I think a few generations. And that's that's how I found out. He's a mad close though? No, it's not very close. It's like, I, know, I think a Somali and my dad had better relationship than me a Somali. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you guys are your friend. You all rob each other. No, no. <laughs> Before that was, was just ball, yeah? That's in my Duke store. That's the first time I ever heard that in my life. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, me and Duke's got along well, yeah? That happened slide, yo. Now we'll see each other. If I see him, I'll die more. I'll say, everything blessed about him. Him and my dad, they stand top. So you're on the side, oh, you're having a conversation with a man your age, bro. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was me as a kid. Anything time when my boss was having a conversation I would just yeah, yeah it's kick, kick a rocket <laughs> like, I don't understand this sometimes I feel like when my dad meets his friends and then I'm there like I feel like yeah, at this point look like ah you feel like do you feel like your pops like he consciously suns you or he just uh, suns you unconsciously like think about think about that term suns like like, like he's that's his job you know yeah. 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 he can do that I'm just saying but does he but like yo this is show that yo but I think I think I think it's been happening for so long that it's like he doesn't know he doesn't know any other way you know it's actually like for with my dad it we recently got into a place where he's like okay. You're an act, you're a man, you're a man yeah. right? And as much as I'm still his son, that's, that's not gonna change. It's like now we're at a level where it's like, I don't, I don't want to say he sees him as an equal, right? But it's getting there. It's funny, it's funny you say that because the other day, like since post marriage, I was talking to my pops, and I said something unconsciously. And that's the first time I've made my pops like laugh out loud for so long. I feel like it was like a like a man to man level. Yeah. Like, like a laugh you'll have with these dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you burst out cackling. I'm like, okay, I'm, that's after I'm, you got married. We, we made it, we made, made it. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. like, that guy. You know what I'm saying? got married though. Before you married, yeah. you know, before I made it, he was kind of yeah. stiff still, but you know? Like, like, that's, that's the same thing with me. It was after I got married. Yeah. You know I can't relate, bro. I think my dad, yo, my dad's a joker through and through, bro. You guys know, you know my yeah. dad. Like, my dad's been a joker, bro. I mean, if anybody who has me on Snapchat, they know my dad's a joker. Like, he yeah. literally, I feature him every day, you know? No, like, no, but your dad's different, very, though. like, family-oriented, still, which I like. You know, me and my, me and my siblings, like, in the hallways, we, we try to, like, 
like like try to squeeze the whole session. I'm not gonna lie to you. Start sliding on the wall. There's no there's no communication. Unless someone died or someone's hurt. You're just saying you're in the hospital. Yo, bro, that's the opposite for me, bro. Like my heart would be the size of the. But your dad, like specifically, is very different. Yeah. Like he is like above and beyond when it comes to like you know yeah, having a connection yeah, mashallah yeah. like it's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah he's a joker he's a joker but to be honest go back to your thing my hallway can be the size of the metro Toronto convention center i will literally walk right beside my sibling just so i can brush them yeah. I'm purple. I'm purple. <laughs> i actually want that i want that but like no but i think it's too late no but you can do that well, you can do 25 years old nah it's kind of it's gonna be hard for him to do that stuff nah do that and should tell a man up you know no, you gotta do it. Like no, I think he's saying that like, yo, you can't start it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's not natural. Yeah, it's just but no, like, but again, at, at the same time though, all behavior is learned. True. So it, it starts from somewhere. Like you can get to that point, but you have to go through the awkward phase first. Yeah. You know, like, you gotta start yeah. saying jokes that you would never say with your family, but you know it's funny, but you just wouldn't say with your family. And then eventually they're gonna start laughing and realizing that's your personality. Because maybe a lot of it is like you're hiding yourself from your own family, which I is an idiot to me. I am hiding myself from my own family, because we're gonna go, I might go straight to my room. The day I do make a pair in my living room, this guy's too good. Like, I feel like a stranger in my living room. Even the way my dudes talk to me, like I feel like, like it's, it's, it's like it's like it's kind of awkward, you know. They feel like they have yeah, to get yeah, your tea, like who's this guy? But yeah, you know what it is? It's, 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 it's like that, that that awkwardness will only last until it becomes normal. Yeah, true. I think, but like I think you make a choice when you go to when you go come into your house and you go into the room. That's a choice you make. I think I think subconsciously you want it to be awkward. Yeah. Like you, you want it to be awkward. No, it's because it's comfortable, bro. Yeah, you like you. Time, time too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have fun. The thing is, you have to change. Like if you want that, you have to change your action. Yeah. But then guys, like different, no, like different people show like love differently. Yeah. Like the way, it, no, no one doubts that you and your siblings love each other. But the way you show that is different. It doesn't have to be all buddy buddy oh, high five, give me yeah. a hug, lovey dovey. You know. Yeah. So some people are like that. Some people aren't. That's I true. Feel like, I feel like smart dudes. You know, okay, I'm not saying smart dogs. Okay, I keep talking about smart. I'm talking about my dudes still. You're projecting. What I feel like is synonymous with my. If you say someone say I feel like, that means yeah, my. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was never taught love. Like I don't know how to how to how to show love, or I don't even know how to like get love. Like this. I don't know. Then again, you know, I feel like our. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm gonna be honest. No, it hurts. It hurts still. It hurts. I remember, like, I remember when I was first coming to Canada, like '09. I came to Canada, right? I was living, I was leaving America. That when I was at the airport, I gave my dukes, my mom and my dad a hug. That was the first time I can had a memory of hugging my my dukes. I know, obviously, when you're a baby, your dukes hug you. They like, yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I came, and my uncle, he's like, "Yo, when you were a kid, your mom wouldn't even let your feet touch the floor the way she used to, like, you oh, know what I mean." But like, we like he said, bro, like we a lot of us we didn't grow up like yo hugging our dukes like on some like you know what I mean? I know, yeah. I never hugged my dukes in my life. Say, do you say pause when you? But yeah, again, like, people are different. Like, yeah. I, a lot of it is, like, my pops is not emotional at all. Oh, definitely, definitely. Anybody who knows no, the house no, knows no, no, none. No, 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 you know? But that was just who he is. Yeah. Number one, he was a military man, so it's like, that's already one thing, you know? Oh, on top of that, he's, his personality is like that. So it was, he's like, a, on the surface, he looks like a rock. But I had to make the conscious decision that, you know what? I'm, I'm not having it no more. 
Yeah. You know, I, I got forced my dad to give me a hug, like, yeah. you know, being all jokey-jokey and stuff like that. Yeah. And after a while, it got to the point where, okay, now it's normal. You know, you know what it goes down to? I remember this guy was saying, like, we were in the car, he was saying that everybody lives for, for respect. And I think even between Deuce and their, and their kids sometimes, they think that by being that way... Like, they're going to lose respect? They're going to they're lose respect. So once, like... It's, it's very... Like, human beings are very that. strange, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, but it all goes down to, like, everybody feeling like they need to have a certain level of respect that they're old from everybody, whether it's their kids, yeah, their yeah. dukes, whatever, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, they might not know how to show love. That's because true. they were never taught That's themselves. True. That's true. You know, and it, go, it goes back to what you consider, what's love like? You know, what do you consider love? Very deep question. Yeah, that's a serious question. I have no definition of that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to unpack this, bro. Yeah. Uh. Bro, I'm going to start crying because I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know what that word Yeah, no, that's a serious question, man. Cause what like, do you, what do you, what's love to you? Like, we'll go around the room. And again, I have to really sit down and think about this. Like, is a what it, for me love is different than what it is for you, and I, and I think you said that. Like, I, I feel like I'm somebody that shows love through action. You know, if I if I'm doing something for you that shows, okay, I actually love and appreciate you and who you are in your time. I might not say, it, I might not, say, I probably won't say it, but through my actions and the way I treat you is I feel like. Um, I feel like it's how I kind of show love. But you don't have to say it to show it. Yeah, I don't have to say it. I, th- that's one thing for me. I don't think I have to say it to show it, for sure. How about you? Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I don't know. Like For me, love is like it's a... Uh... Like, I love my mom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she makes food for me, you know what I'm saying? Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? She makes food for me, bro. I love her, bro. Make food for me. I love you. <laughs> you, got, you got to skip me, still. Yeah. Okay, let me, let, me, let me ask you, if you guys don't mind me asking. You, since you two brothers are married, yes. um, has, has the meaning of love or... What love is changed since you got married, or your understanding of love changed since you got married? I mean, I guess I'm more recently married, mm-hmm. so I w- what I would say is that with with a certain dimension of love, I think I have a better understanding of it. Like I would say that certain things that I thought I loved, I didn't love that thing. I loved the idea of that thing, and I was, as you were about to come, I was about to think of a definition of love, and I think love is a very strong desire to see something not only not be harmed, but that that thing be advanced in its existence, its purpose. Like, I could love the religion, for example, you know? That means that I want the religion to not suffer any harm, and I want it to go forward. Likewise, I love my dog. I love Lou, like, you know what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. I want him to not suffer harm, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever. So I realized when it comes to the marriage aspect of it, Alhamdulillah, that's the feeling I have for my wife now. But in previous years, there's a lot of lust they got translated into the love of an idea that that lust was directed towards. You feel what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to be a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, it's very, it's very, very difficult. By the way, by the way, this guy writes essays, so like you know that elaborate, <laughs> yeah. articulate explanation yeah, was. Uh, yeah, mashallah, man. Yeah, essay plus, man. Tosh Sabaki, Tosh man. Tosh Sabaki, six four seven, six eight seven, two eight seven five. All your uh-huh. essays. Uh-huh. All your essays. All your essays. How much time uh-huh. were you guys for that one? Write that one down. First one's free. First one's free. But Abdul Qadir, I think, like, what was it? So you're married the longest. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so let me tell you what my idea of love was before I got married and then after I got married. So before I got married, my idea of love 
was being there for somebody, being what somebody needs, you know, being of service, right, to somebody. And and again, that goes back to what you said about, the, you know, somebody thinking about the, the idea of love, right? So my idea of love was that I got, I'm going to be there for somebody at all costs, no matter what, whatever they need, right? And then after I got married, I sort of realized that that's impossible. <laughs> like, it's impossible. And it's a standard of love that I projected onto the world. Right. Right. So I assumed that anything that was less than that was not love. Right. So it was almost like I didn't even think love existed. Right. Right. So after I got married, I realized it's, it's exactly what you said. Right. About wanting to protect somebody and wanting that person to be to be better, to right. move forward. Right. Right. So the, oftentimes that can be shown in, you know, telling that person, you're relax. Right. You know, or telling, or telling somebody, yo, I'm not feeling what you're doing, so I'm going to move away. And you can do that out of love. Right, in that in and of itself is love as well. Right. But again, it, I think it's either way it goes back to service, being of service. Right, when you love somebody, you're there for them. You're, you know, you're you're of you're of service. So, so I, can I ask you this? Sorry to cut you off, but like, seeing as your perception has evolved, do you think that everyone is lovable? Because I'm sure a lot of the the ukhtis and people listen to this, they they feel like they want to find love, but do you feel like everyone is lovable? I think everyone is lovable, but it, it's love? never, no, no. I think everyone can be loved, but not everyone can love, right? Do you feel like you should expect that from a next uh, a person? Like, it depends on the person. Like if you're a person who your your, your love language is, 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 is verbal and you need somebody to hear that, you know, that, that they love you, yeah. right? And you're with a person who cannot communicate that then there's a problem, right? So as much as you love that person, in your, even if that person loves you back, in your mind, that love's gonna be one-sided. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's you have to sort of v- find that person who your two love languages can coexist, and not just coexist, but thrive. And uh, I remember me and Azure were having this conversation maybe a couple weeks ago, and he asked us very seriously, I think you were doing like a something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. asked a very, like he asked me a question, that was like revolving around his his, his topic, mm. but it was the like I he asked a question. I was like, oh wow, this question really really um, stuck with me. And when you guys were talking about it, it kind of came back to my head. And the question that he asked was, like, how do you want to be loved? Like, how do you uh, do you even know how you how you want to be loved? I had no idea until after I got married. I mean, like, yo, like I think I think <clears throat> I'm honestly like you know some for whoever it's for, it's for you. And if whoever it's not for you, it's not for you. But I'm I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say right now. Honestly, I really feel like Islam has everything you need, you know, even teaching you how to love, honestly. You know, like Allah says in the Quran, like, you know, say, um, if you love Allah, فَاتَّبِعُونِي, follow me, mm-hmm. and then يُحْبِبْكُمْ Allah, Allah will love you, وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ دُنُوبِ and He'll forgive you your sins. So you, you, can't, you can't love somebody if you don't go out of your way to be obedient to them. You can't, like, say you love your mom. You love your spouse, but then when they tell you to do things, you're doing the opposite. That's not love. It's a false claim. You know? Or you, or you do things to harm them. Or you do things to harm them, which is obviously an opposite opposition of what they want. So similarly, like 
it, at that point you have to think, okay, so how are you supposed to love, in this case, Allah, right? Mm -hmm. And the way you do it is you have to follow mm -hmm. the rules and the commands that Allah has set out for you. Mm -hmm. And those rules, Allah is telling you how to love Him, how to worship Him. Right. So similarly, if you're going to go out of your way to say that you love your mother, you right. love your spouse, you, you have to actually sit down mm -hmm. and ask them, how do you want to be loved? Right. So I could be that for you, you know? I think, so, I think, I think, I think there's a, we, have to, learn. we have to also differentiate uh, between bonds and love, right? So what I would say is that certain bonds, and I, 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 I told myself I'm not gonna use this word in 2020, are, are metaphysical, right? A mother, even if her son is a killer, the worst person, uh, even like a, a Catholic, whatever the case might be, a mother has a certain attachment because of the 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 the, 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 the bond of the wound, the excuse me, of the, the wound that she's gonna love that child, right? But at the same time, love we we have this idea that love is un unconditional, and in reality, it's not. Because, like he said, Allah, the, Allah tells the Prophet, say, if you love Allah, follow me. Allah, then Allah will love you. And likewise, Allah tells you the opposite. There's people that Allah hates. You know what I'm saying to you? So that means that there's conditions on love. Likewise, between human beings, there's also conditions on love. We've been sold this false idea, and unfortunately, a lot of ukhtis have bought into it that, oh, I should be loved for who I am. Well, who are you? You're just a piece of dust. Like, you know what I'm saying to you? At the end of the day, it's like, what value And there's, there's conditions to that. Exactly, right? And and part of that also is metaphysical bonds. Like, there's a hadith where the Prophet has said, the souls are like conscripted soldiers. Those who are familiar in the, in the pre-life will be familiar in this life, mm -hmm. right? So sometimes, no matter how much value you have, a person just is not going to be able to love you. That's that's determined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? But if, if, if you have that value and that attachment has been written by Allah, Wallahi, that's the perfect mesh. You got it all? I feel you. And I also think that, like, it also comes from a sense of contentment. Like, if you're always looking for more, looking for a lot, you're always going out of your way to kind of compare, you know? It's like that's the theft of joy. Like, you're never going to be able to reach this pinnacle of this thing you're looking for that doesn't exist. And it especially, needs, especially, if, if, especially if, if your understanding of love is, is, is extreme. Like for example, like unconditional love. If what you know of love is that it's unconditional, you're gonna keep searching for that unconditional love. Right. So when you find somebody who loves you on with these conditions, right. that's not gonna be enough, and you'll never be content. And it's ironic you say that because Allah tells the people in the Quran, and it's where it's kind of we're turning this into almost a, 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 a Mufti Mudir podcast. <laughs> but like Allah says in the Quran that basically, uh, like if if uh, excuse me, what's the what's the end of the Quran? It, it starts off with uh, perhaps you may perhaps you may you may dislike a thing, and Allah puts you, much khair in it for you. And then there's another ayah where exactly you feel what I'm saying to you, meaning that you might have dislike for a thing superficially, but then it's better for you. It's better for you, and something will come out of it that you will love. Or like the Prophet also he said, he, he commanded us not to to never. You can never hate a believing woman. He said, like for a man, you should never hate a believing woman because perhaps you there might be qualities that for, yeah for everything that you don't like, there's always going to be something, something that, that, you, that you like. Mm -hmm. So this idea that you have to love everything about a person to love them is impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like my just from the homie standpoint, my homie loves me, but he should be able to page me and tell me, like, yo fam, what you're doing is not right because he dislikes that aspect about me. And I think as people in this day and age, time on me. You, we talked about it, but like the reason why we have that insecurity at the end of the day, it boils down to spirituality and a lack of deen, right? If you have that 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 sakina that comes from the religion, then you'll know because like today you didn't backbite anybody, so there's no reason to feel bad. You didn't take anybody's right, so there's no reason to feel bad. So it's like when somebody tells you something about you or 
confer something to you that they that they don't like, you won't feel as if like, oh, this person. Hates but often, me, often right? you have to be in that mindset. Right. Like, you have to be a person who, by default, you're already trying to better yourself. True. Right. So if you're already trying to better yourself, and somebody, and that's your your objective, and that's your purpose in life, when somebody comes to you and tells you, hey. This that you're doing is not bettering yourself. It's making it's making you worse. Then it's like, okay, this goes against my purpose. This goes against my objective. Let me fix that. But if you're somebody who's so focused on maintaining who you are, right. then anything that goes against that, it's you have to fight it out because it's like a virus. And uh, you guys, when you guys are talking, I kind of thought of something. There's this video on YouTube uh, called Humans, and the, the first video, there's a guy talk. He's in jail. He's in jail, whatever, and he's like, yo. The, my parents taught me how to love or whatever and the way he was taught how to love is he was getting beat so he's like he was getting beat by his parents and his, his parents told him yo I'm doing this because I love you right and classic classic, classic, classic. classic. I'm doing this because I love you he took it as in causing pain equals equals love just just in, in the mm-hmm. simplest form right. so he took that lesson and started applying it to his life mm-hmm. he started like abusing women and he eventually killed a, a family and he's like yo that, I, I thought that's that's what that's love was, was yeah. and on a deeper level like we're not there yet but there's going to be a point where you're going to have to teach somebody how to love yeah. and if you're taught love the wrong way you're going to pass, that on, you're gonna pass you know. that on so it's like what what, what Lou said he's like yo I don't know how to love you know and I'm not saying your parents didn't teach you how to love but it might have just been circumstance like I, I'm assuming, like all of us kind of came from a, all of us are immigrant background so that idea of teaching love is like I don't even have time for that because I'm just trying to survive at the end of the day. So how so Do you like, feel like your childhood affects the rest of your life? It does. Well, without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. Because I, 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 you know what it is? That is true, 100%. But I also feel like it's a crutch. Like, a lot of times people will say, this is, what, this is all I know. This is what I was taught. This is how I was raised. And that's it. There's no, let me see what I can do to fix that. Let me see how I can go about changing that. It's, it is what it is. Yep. That, and that, yeah. it's but, funny. That, but that's that's a cap you put on yourself, right? Like that's the part of like what you guys are talking about—the whole concept of learning, right? Yeah. It's like if you don't put your, like you just going back to what you're saying. If you don't come into something with the mindset that I don't know everything, so therefore there's things to learn, then you give yourself the opportunity. You you come into a situation thinking, I can learn something from this. But if you come into a situation or circumstance thinking I already know what's what, what's the best for me in this situation, you actually don't because you've never been in that scenario before. So you already put a cap and you stop yourself from ever like growing. You know what I'm saying? So it's when it comes to like like I guess the loving and, and all that kind of stuff. It's you don't know everything about your spouse. You don't know everything about your mother. You can live with your mother your whole life. You don't know everything about her. You really don't. And if you sit down to actually talk with her, you probably will learn something about the way she wants you to obey her the way she wants you to maybe be nice to her. like, yeah. And you can learn this about everybody, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you just go people are People are set in stone. Exactly, but you know what? It goes both ways though. We're talking about the person loving another person. But it's also like, Allah says in the Quran, wa sofa yartika, Like, you, Allah says he'll give the, he'll make the Prophet content with what he gives him. That's because like, you know, he was, he was prevented or withheld from getting revelation. So he started to feel away, the Prophet So the moment he started getting revelation again, he was happy, and he said that you're going to be happy again. And he get, he said in the eye. So it's it, Allah is basically telling the Prophet Muhammad here, and I'm going to say the same thing. Happiness is a state of contentment. You have to make yourself think about like the, the what in this is is worthy of being thankful for, and then that will make you content. You know what I'm saying? Because the, it's funny, guy, I listened to that lecture about that just yesterday. Yeah, you got to build yourself to being content, bro. I said the only way you can be content 
is if you're thankful for that which you have around you. And the only, the only way you'll be able to th- be thankful for what you have is to not have this expectation. Nice. Right? Because oftentimes we have this expectation oh, that I'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go to university, yeah. I'm gonna get a job, yeah. I'm gonna go to university, I'm gonna get a job, I'm gonna get a career, I'm gonna buy a house, I'm gonna do all of this, and my life's gonna be set. Right. And that's the expectation. So when you don't get that, and you're stuck in a job, and you're still you guys, you still have to pay OSAP, and you're not making a lot of money. It's like you're not going to be content because you weren't thankful for that you, you had to begin with. Mm-hmm. And like you're busy thinking about what you what you what you want yeah. instead of what you actually have. And it's not just it's not like even like th- that. That's a great lesson. Scientifically too, they say yo the the quickest way to boost your happiness level is gratitude. It's gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's the theme of the day today, man. I was Today I was telling this guy. I never went, I never went to Africa, so like, I, I'm, I'm spoiled Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, but yo, I, I'm, I'm still grateful. I'm still grateful. I'm telling you. Man, you didn't get shot today, Sam. That's a, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Real spit, right, bro. Right, I'm telling, I'm telling Lou, I'm telling Lou, yo, you parked the car too far, you know? When we're coming here, like he said, he said, bro, be grateful because some people are gonna have to walk towards the bus, you know. And I'm like, bro, that actually made sense because, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they hit you, they the Musa told, this is a deed oriented uh, podcast <laughs> today, but, but you know, sometimes it's a special edition. But Musa told uh, Bani Israel that Allah tells them that if you're grateful, I'm gonna increase you, and it starts with the with the the, the, the most base level of gratitude. And I think that's with re- regards to your relationship to yourself and your Lord, right? But then. With other people, I think the fundamental chemical in that equation is genuine goodwill. And that translates to love. I think we have a problem of fostering and maintaining genuine goodwill. Like when I look at this person, I want good for him. Because the Prophet also said, none of you will believe unless you want for your brother that which you want for yourself. You feel what I'm saying to you? And if you have a a, a constant state of mind for genuine goodwill, well, eventually somebody, Allah is going to put somebody in your life that not only has the base physical attraction, because... You know, we're all human at the end of the day. We've been created 50-50 from mud and with, with a ruh. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have somebody that is also going to have that same mindset towards you specifically. So you're already trained to show goodwill. And you have an inclination to show goodwill towards that person. And if that person ideally has that same double uh, mix, wallahi, that, that type of love will, 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 is, is beautiful, man. <laughs> it's not no IG pick and caption yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and 125 yeah. hearts, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, listen to this man right here. I'm, I'm telling you guys. Like, yo, for all the yeah, people... He's, he's one of those people, when he talks, you kind of want to... You got you to listen. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying... But yo, honestly, bro, we get beer, like, uh, curious I, cat I, I messages on... Um, here. I just want to say, I bring this to you. <laughs> courtesy, <laughs> courtesy of you. Yeah, listen to this, man. We get beer, curious cats <laughs> talking about, like, this halal dating stuff. Bro, want all that question. Listen to this man right here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, it, you got again. Like, take the time, cause I, I said like, the the one thing I, like I learned I learned this when I was young, and I I, I do it all the time when I see somebody that's less fortunate, or when I see somebody that like doesn't have a leg, you know, I I just say Alhamdulillah, you know, just it's just something I taught myself, and. I, each time I do that, I'm like, okay, at least like I have all my limb. At least I'm not like homeless. At least I'm not this. Yes, yes, and it's yes. not like that. And then that leads you to contentment. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, okay, I'm happy with what. And it's not like well, I'm just honest, happy where yeah, I am. How long does it last for? Like contentment for like ten minutes, right? Yeah, then, yeah but then you, you go on. You like, you bro, that's that's the dunya, fam. That's dunya, wallah. The if you do that consistently. You you always kind of like you, tra- yeah. you have to train yourself you, you to yeah, do it. Come back, and I was do- I, to be honest, I've been doing that since I was a, since I was a kid. Just because somebody taught me that, like my, I think one of my old Quran teachers said, mm-hmm. you know, when you see something like that, you know, 
just be grateful that you ha- that you have mm-hmm. better than. You know, I think the one of the like I don't want to say the best. I don't know if it's the best, but one of the fastest ways to sort of jolt you out of you know the the the, the rat race of capitalism is to look at the less fortunate and not just to look at them, but like carry carry around five dollars with you. Mm-hmm. Find somebody that you see that's that's struggling. Give it to them, and not just give it to them. Keep going. Give it to them. Have a conversation with that person. Mm. Right? Because the crack is on the street. Yeah. There was a lot of reason, like literally last week. No, no, I there was. I almost debated if I should give it to them or not. You know? No. They, like, listen, literally, literally last week there was a lady. She was in right in front of the fresh call, and um, she asked for some money. I didn't have money. I had like a few coins, so I just gave it to her. And then she said she went up. She said thank you. And I said no problem. Whatever. She said, do you remember me? I was like, nah, I don't remember you. She said, nine months ago in this exact same spot, wow, uh, I was wow, walking wow. by and you gave me money. Wow, wow, wow. So I was like, oh, well, I said, well, you know, I, I, I hope it helped. She said, you don't know me, but she said, I have uh, cancer. Wow, wow. She said, I, uh, I used to live in Kingston and I came to Toronto for, for, for treatment, but I, wasn't, I couldn't afford a place to live. So now I'm doing my treatment and I live in a homeless shelter wow. while I do my treatment. Wow. And she said, that money that you gave me, like, out, out of just genuineness, she said, I've never forgotten it. And she said, just on the spot, she started crying. I'm not gonna lie, one time I was giving that water to like a homeless man. I said, yo, this dunya is not working out for you. You should pay for the next life, you know? And they got felt, they got felt, and they got right home. Yo, they got right home. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna go pay right now. We'll pay right now. I think I, I converted him in like ten seconds. <laughs> 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 He's like, yo, you're right, you're right. I'm gonna go pray still. I'm not riding with the whole go home pray. But going back to to, to just even that example, like she 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 came from a, a a house. She had her own home. Yeah. She had a family. She said, I have one son. She said he's somewhere in Europe. I don't know where he is. That's crazy. She said, and I'm, I'm looking at like, I have my family. I have my own place to live. I have a car. I have all of this. And here's somebody who doesn't have anything and is crying tears for coins that I gave them. You know, so like, how can I not, how can I not reevaluate my life after that? And you know what's so funny about that is even though like you're acknowledging what you're acknowledging, even in your life right now, you probably still have problems. And it's like at every step of the way, wherever Allah decides to place you on whatever you want to call this pecking order of people who have money and who don't, you will have problems wherever you are. Yeah. So like, it's just like, you're going to be tested in different ways, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, like you're, you're going to have issues and it's like about how how gracious are you going to be? How much gratitude are you going to show? But you know I, I think saying? at the same time, at like I, I love those emotional moments. It's cool. I, I remember there was a, I, I saw a video of like, you know, something like that. And sometimes, you know, I'm a crier. You know what I mean? I cried. It's like, nothing wrong with being a crier. Criers are, criers are the realest shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> but at the realest the real but at the same time, though, life is balanced. We made you into a middle ummah, modern ummah. I think sometimes you have to have a clear set of a sobriety, a mind of sobriety, because even in Surah Al-Isra, Allah says, don't be so stingy, like that your hand is tied to your, to your, to, to your throat, but don't be so, like, uh, Excuse so uh, generous that you became like and debt and blameworthy, right? Yeah. And I think that also goes. You have to have a sober mindset towards life. Like, mashallah, these are good moments and it helps to put you in the context. But you still have to go wake up. You still got to wake up and go to work. Get that because you don't want to be that person. Exactly. At the end of the day, that's a masib. That's an affliction. You don't want to be in that in that position, right? And 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 what you were saying, like contentment is 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 a good thing, especially with those kind of material things. But I feel like complacency. Yeah, complacency right. also comes with that, you know? So be balanced. To, huh? Yeah, be balanced. Be and always balanced. try to like always try to advance yourself. Right. I feel like that's 
one thing that people kind of forget. Diligence, yeah. diligence. That's you the know? word, man. Whatever you're, di- whatever is good for you, be diligent in it. If you're diligent in it to the best of your ability, bro, you can't. You won't have remorse because you try it. You try to take like. But that's the thing, though. Like with all these feelings that we're discussing, like a lot of people are suffering from it in an extreme sense. And we're talking about like the solutions, but some people actually like succumb to like their 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 their, their situations, their yeah. feelings. You know Ozzy, you want you want me to you want me to keep it a buck with you? And this is gonna sound a bit controversial. Why that's the case? Well, I go on. Well, lie to lie is because we're approaching the age of the Masih al-Dajjal. And like when I say no, I, I gotta keep it a buck. That might be a controversial topic, but the reason why I say because I'm keeping sure. I'm keeping sure, but I'm saying that. The Masih al-Dajjal is a time of deception. Hey, it's an age of, I'm not going to get carried away, but I just have to yeah. keep it a book. You got to let me keep it a book, no? Because okay, okay. well, if you want me to be honest or not be honest, it's, a, it's an age of deception. Mm-hmm. And the sense of what you think that you want is not what's always good for you. And what you think that you feel and it's coming from a certain source is not always coming from that source. Like, we, ha- we have to keep in mind, all five people on this podcast are Muslim. And we've been told, like, Abdul Qadir said, you asked him a question, he said, how long will that feeling last? It might not last long because shaitan will come. He's al-Khannas. Khannas means that someone that stands from behind and it runs back as soon as you forget Allah. You get what I'm saying to you? And in this day and age, the, the, the paradigm is, 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 uh, is deception. I was writing an essay the other day and it was, it was scary because the sources I had to use, there was one about, it's called panopticism meaning all-seeing eye. Literally, that's what it transfers to. Michael Foucault wrote about that. And it's a sense that people have this feeling like they're being watched at all times by by just this vague feeling, whether it's each other, whether it's standards, whether it's expectation. And it's all a deception. It's all a koal. And as a result, you have the extremes. But when you tell people the solution, and the solution is two things. It's one sobriety in your deed and one sobriety in your dealings. You're like, no, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, like, I think the point that I was going to make was just that, like, you know, at every step of the way, like I was just saying earlier, you, you, there's an issue for you, right? But the whole point of it is that, like, if you see that there's an answer for you at every step of the way for you in Islam, it's like, you, you will always have that guide. Because honestly speaking, bro, we're all going to go through these emotions. None of us are uh, imperfect or, like, or invincible or safe from having these type of feelings that we're discussing, you know? So I think it's very, very, like... It's, it's very smart to understand that where your solutions lie is where you should always come back to. So if you keep like just asking questions your whole life, you're gonna die asking questions, bro. Like real spit, you're literally gonna die asking questions. And honestly speaking, we don't have enough time in the world to continue asking questions. I'll keep it above. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a fan of asking questions. Yo, you don't ask questions, not bad. That's how you learn. But if you keep asking, but if you're asking questions and you don't, you, get, you get the answer, you don't do nothing with it. Yeah, them. like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just like, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of these conversations, I'm not gonna lie, it's like beating a dead horse almost. Like, we're just talking about it in a different way. Like, you know? So it's like, at some point, you gotta wake up and be like. Yo, I gotta like, I, I gotta figure I have to do this. Something. I have to figure things out for myself. Like, this is something I gotta do. You know, so it's. I think these conversations are nice. But what's what's reassuring you know? to me, is that this is nothing new in the sense that there are people a generation ago that had the same conception. Like you're, like think about it, bro. All our parents for them to get here and survive here, that's not an easy task. And yet it happened. Like somehow it happened, and we're all here in a comfortable state talking on a podcast. So that means that us, even though we're going through this, inshallah, if we stick it out, that means that, bro. There's a brighter day at the end of the, the you know what I mean? And like that's 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 the, that brighter day a lot of times is being deceptively hidden from us. You know what I mean? It starts off a lot of times it's ideological. I remember Yo Lou, you're gonna learn how to love, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna learn how to love, fam. Even when we talk about like our even when when we talk about our people, you know, and how you know we're we you know we're in a bad place and all our youth are being lost and we always look at it negatively. 
But there are a lot of people doing amazing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, for example, I recently went to, you know, the Friday ball program at Nelson. Yeah, yeah. When we were doing it in our generation, we I had what? I don't know how you play ball there still. Listen, we had about, what, 30, 25 people there? I went there a couple weeks ago. There's like 60 kids there. Out here, fam. Right, so the program it's is getting big. It's the same neighborhood, it's the same group of people, but now it's a few years later, basically almost a generation later, and the numbers are growing. Mm. Right, and that's so it's not an actual. It's a hood generation later. A hood generation. <laughs> a hood generation. <laughs> so it's like a hood generation. Like seven years. Seven, eight years. Three years, bro. If <laughs> <laughs> you're 21, you're like, oh, I'm growing. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> but so it's like it's it is a deception. There is, you know, it's always like we always look at the cup, the, the glass half empty. Mm. Yeah. And, and to be honest, like just the way that everything is set up in in life right now, it's instant gratification. You're supposed to have everything right away. Right away. But like. They say like yo, every four years, you know, something changes. You supposed you're supposed to stick through things. Like in one year, you're not gonna get to if it's followers that you're looking for. You're not gonna get to that level. People have been doing shit for five, ten years, and they're still not where they need to be. It's just slow, like slow progression. And like long term, is you know, even anything like you want to get your master, you're not gonna get your masters in a year. I can do it. Well, okay. No, don't tell me. But he said, he said, okay, a year. Like, he's like, you're not going to get it in, in three days. You're not going to get it in three days. You're not going to get it in six months. I was taking yeah. a piss. I was taking yeah. a piss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'm just saying, like, it, everything's not right away. And yeah, that, that, I feel like people shouldn't expect that either. It's a process. Yeah, you like, you got to work yourself up to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean. So now bringing this back to the 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 topic we're talking about, which is loving and learning how to love. I have a question. Well, so time will love, right? You think Somali uh, parents uh, love their children? No doubt. That's, no doubt about it. They don't choose like slaves. They don't choose like slaves. That's that's love. I'll, I'll, be, up, I'll be up on on the third floor and they'll be in the living room. Calm me down, and I go downstairs and I see the child get the remote, but it's right next to the hand. That's your job. No, It's kind of abusive, though. It's abusive. So rite of passage, man. One day you'll be able to do it too. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna reach the remote. But okay, sorry. What I was saying was going going back to what we were talking about. You can, you know, you can sit down and you can think about it. How do I love? What do I want out of love? But once you figure it out, it's like, what are you gonna do with that? You know, are you gonna use that information or are you gonna sit back and do nothing with it? Perfect. Yo, do you do you do you think okay? And it's and it's back that do you think that in this generation we have a a self sabotage syndrome SSS triple S self SSS self think about it just the word self like self sabotage bro like I remember I'm like I said I'm a crier I remember crier gang crier gang man before I before I started Humber before I started Ryerson I was at Humber and then like my last semester I remember we had like this career plan thing right and so just as a side note sorry because if I ever saw you crying. Fam, just whoa, whoa, hug whoa, me, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, if you saw me cry, just whoa, hug me. Yeah. You know, I'm still big enough to just, like, you know, <laughs> seriously like, harm you, but, like, just hold me. Yo, fam, I saw you crying because I think I'm walking to the next But take this in, take this in, like, yo, six, seven, yo. Six, seven, crying. This was one of the realest moments of my life, for like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had this, we had this, we had this, we had, like, this thing where you have to write your career plans, right? And then, uh, so I wrote it, and it was, mashallah, alhamdulillah, I'm a writer, SA plus, Tashim Bachi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to go through it again. But uh, yes. it was the lady, I would skip class, I was a jokester, whatever. So the lady, I'll never forget, her name was, I won't say it, because then they can identify me. Uh, she brought, she sat me down, and she's like, I was reading this, it was amazing, you have such a, a force of voice when you write, but I feel like you, sabot- you sabotage yourself, like, you know what I mean, you're not, you're not, you're doing yourself a discredit, and then, when she said that, I remember I went downstairs, 
like to a little corner, obviously, and I, and I cried, fam. I was like, like, this lady looked into my soul, and then like, I thought about that, I said, maybe that's our problem, not, only, not, not just as me, but as a generation, like, we have all the information, one of the signs of the end times is that there'll be more literacy, but less knowledge, we all have all the information we need to be extremely successful. Well, you know, and, you know what it is, I don't think it's a conscious self-sabotage, it's more like, I, this is what I need to, in five years, but I need this today. today yeah. And if I do get this today, I'm gonna sacrifice what I, what, you know, what I'm supposed to get in five, five years. years yeah. And we have this thing with instant gratification. I need, I need yeah. the one I need right now. Yeah. And those will sacrifice tomorrow's meal to eat today. Or like, eat, like having the wrong goals is, is probably one of those things. Like, South South Asia. Yeah, because imagine, uh, like you want to be, you want to have a manager position, but you're like, yo, I'm not trying to start off as a, a sales associate. Because you're like, yo, the job's whack. I'm not trying to do that. But you still want that manager position. You're, you're, you're sabotaging yourself by having the wrong goals. You should start off with... From the ground. You, know, you got to start at step level. one. You can't go yeah, to step three. You know? yeah. So like, be, having the wrong goals is also one of those things. So how does, that relate, how does that relate to love, though? Like self-sabotage in terms of love. Like, what, what, like what, how would you... You know what I mean? Okay. When you, okay, so love is built. You don't start with love, right? <laughs> Where, and, and what I noticed with it, I don't want to say too much, but... What I noticed with myself was my expectation of love was was set. So when I found something that wasn't there, I was like, I would look at like, why isn't this there? Like, why isn't this at that level? Not realizing that you have to get to that level. Right. Right. So it was, it was always like, I was looking at this thing and I'm I'm looking at this and being dissatisfied with it, mm-hmm. and by being dissatisfied with it, I. It was like I was sabotaging it because by not yeah, right. looking at that as being enough, then the person on the other end of that sees that. Right. Is, is getting the brunt of that. Right. That's actually a very good point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a very good. Like, I don't want to go into, into a, a bunch of detail, but in our culture, like, we have, like, arranged marriages, right? And I remember originally I was introduced to my wife through my parents back in 2015. And at first I was like, what? I'm, I'm a guy. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't, what do you mean? like I'm a guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like, what, what's going on? So, like, for the first two and a half years, like, I would sabotage it. Like, she, if the girl messaged me, I wouldn't message back. Like, I could go months and... Why? Why? What was the reason for that? Because, fam, that's not what I wanted. So, like, Abdul Qadir, uh, like, as Somali is saying, like, I would, the other person would get the brunt of it. But I, I was fortunate in the sense that... Like but my, I, I feel you can't blame yourself for that because your parents try to force you. No, but I'm saying, but what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you, and this, this is the, that's why it goes back to the Masih the age of deception, because once my eyes opened, I realized this was the best possible thing I could have done. I'm extremely happy with it, but because of that deception that had been put over my eyes, I entered into a process of self sabotage that would have led me into missing out on what love actually was for the idea of love that I had. And you that's the. You just got lucky on that one. I got. I'm not saying everybody's things my say, but I'm saying to you what I'm saying to you, fam. See, and that's that's another that's another aspect of this age of deception. The previous nations, the Prophet that said, were destroyed because they would ask too much questions. Whereas simplicity, when you see something that is good and it's simple, take it because it's a blessing. Yeah. And we don't realize that it's complex. Okay, so well, that's actually so true. You know what I mean? It's so so true. My process of getting married was so like it was very like simple. You know, there wasn't a lot, it wasn't very complicated. There wasn't a lot of, you know, outside factors. There wasn't a lot that had to go into it. And because of that, right. there was less people that needed to be pleased. Exactly. And because there was less people that needed to be pleased, it was, very, it was easier. It was pure, it was more, there was barakah in it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, whereas our, our relationships and our ideas of love is, is largely ego-driven. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, and, and if anything is, is driven by the ego, ultimately you're just, 
You know what I'm saying? The ego, it changes. Like, you're going to have different desires tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to keep it a buck. You know, not to get to, you know, trying to wrap up, but uh, just to kind of leave it off on this maybe. What you guys are saying is true. Like, it's not it's not good to kind of question too much. But at the same time, it's not bad to know what you want either, you know? And know, like, and, and make sure that, like, you're asking questions in pursuit of what you want, you know? And it's like, I think through experiences, you get to know what you want, what you do not want, you know? And I mean, and you like, did, but you definitely have to go in with a checklist. Like, this is who, knowing who I am as an individual. You want to tell them about the 100, 100 questionnaire? That you no. <laughs> no, that was yeah. media too. No, like, no, no, I'm talking about just in general. Like, you should have a checklist. This is who I am. This is what I need. This I need this, 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 this. If somebody can check off these, this just checklist, then okay, we can go. Mm. We move. Bismillah. Mm. If not, move on. No, but see, but it's not that simple though, because like sometimes those checklists will get checked off as you get to know a person. So it's like as you get to know a person, those things become checked. Yes, you're right. There is probably some things that you can like just see for the you know right from face the face, value. you know, for your face value if it's there, if it's not. But then at the same time, you get to know a person that may not be what you expected, or they might be different, or whatever the case. But yo, Ozzy, what the reason, and that's the reason we, I'm grateful for my situation because I think that's what social systems are for. Because at the end of the day, if like say you have the idea of a Kabila, right? If you, if a Kabila reproduces long enough, you're gonna see the same person again. So what a tribe is, what a group of people are, the likelihood that a person that they produce is just like that is extremely high. So if, if I come to you right now, I say, Ozzy, I have this girl from this set of people, this family, they're generally known to be good people, great character, and you see the girl for yourself, she's beautiful, mashallah, because don't forget that, we're, we're, we're men, we're human beings, they're, they're women, they're human beings, and then mm -hmm. on top of that, she has a great comportment, she has a generally good way of carrying herself, and she has an understanding of deed that, the reason, what a checklist. But no, you know, that works right. in a place where people are the same. That's what I'm saying. Right here, yeah. I, if you're if you're marrying somebody from your same people, right. your people that that will work. But even here, I'm saying to you, it can be adapted based on the location because here it's as far as Toronto. Like, okay, like I might not be Somali, but like you know who I am. Mm -hmm. So if I have a kid, like say 30 years down the line, for some reason your 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 kid doesn't want to marry a Somali, they want to marry somebody from like my my child. Like, well, I know his father. His father was Taj, and Taj is this kind of person. The likelihood that his son is like Taj is is very high. But now here's here's why. I, that the likelihood of that is high, right. but it's not as high as you think. The reason True. being because even somebody can be from, you can have two people from the same family who grew up the exact same way, but have a completely different, different ideology, mindset. yeah, true, different mindset. So that 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 you know process. It's it's a lot harder to work through. That's here. very true. That's true. That's true. I'm I'm generalizing a bit, but uh. Yeah, I think your situation yeah. is nice for you. Like, I'm actually, me, like, yeah. yeah, I'm hearing like, I think what it's you're unique. It's unique. I think it's, it's good. Day it's day unique, day. and it's not even unique. I think there's probably a lot of people who go through the same experiences as you. You know, right. I just don't think it's as applicable as everything. And I think everybody's situation is different. But what that's I will true. Say, that's true. What I will what? say is this: if you know what you want, there is absolutely no fault on you as like, going, going and trying to find what I, you want. I agree. I agree with that. But what I will say to you is, don't overburden yourself with perception. You get what I'm saying? Especially as a youth, because a lot of times as a young person, you don't know what Other you want. Other people's perception or your own? No, you, even your own perception sometimes can be wrong. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I yeah. cited that yeah. verse. Like, that you, sometimes you may like something and it's mm. actually evil for you. It's not good for you. But you think, this is the thing, you're, you're not perfect, you know? So, I, I understand so that. So if your perception is wrong, yeah. you should be willing, it should be, but you, these should are, go these in, are, you should these go into something right. understanding that but you these are things can that, change. These are things that if you, if you, if you mess up, this could, this could set you back uh, uh, quite a bit, you know what I'm saying? So you have to kind of like, 
you know, uh, do a bit, a bit of counseling, like, it's the house. You know, it's funny. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, listen to what you're saying. Now I understand why, like, you know, uncles will be like, yo, where, what's our family? You know, which are we different from? Yeah. Now it makes sense. You know, because there is a, a standard or a way of doing stuff back home. It's a different social structure, G. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I guess on that note, we'll, we'll wrap up. Wrap it up, D. Thank you, Brother Todd, for, for coming through. SA Plus. You know, SA Plus 647 at gmail.com or more conveniently 647-687-2875. All research, writing, academic needs. Feel free to hit me up, man. All essays. doesn't matter. Masters, PhD. I can attest to his writing skills. I'm not going to Yes, yes, yes. Very, very good. And, and, and thank you, Brother Lou. I uh, hope we taught you how to love a little bit today. <laughs> you learned a lot, G? Not really, but. I'm watching YouTube videos. And thank you, Ozzy and Somali. Here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see you guys next week. You're. Oh,